Hi, I'm Lori Denning, and this is my podcast, The 20-Minute Scriptorian, where I explore LDS scripture and doctrine for the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Like most of you, I'm a typical Latter-day Saint, and I've held a variety of callings, from gospel doctrine teacher to institute. I've always loved learning and sharing the scriptures of Christ. Recently, I went back to school, and I'm currently a theology student where I get to learn context, history, ancient languages, and more importantly, how to learn. I thought you might want to share in what I was learning, and the 20-minute scriptorian was born. While I am a believer, these thoughts are my own, and they are not an official representation of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Thanks for listening, and join me on the journey as we explore the scriptures and the path of the disciple of Christ. Welcome back, Scriptorians, and Happy New Year. We are just heading into 2020 as we continue on to Come Follow Me, and we're continuing on to the title page of the Book of Mormon, in which we're going to answer the question, what is the Book of Mormon? All right. Hey, I apologize for my cold. I have the flu, so you'll hear that a little bit in my voice, but I thought we would jump right back into the title page of the Book of Mormon as our Come Follow Me continuing on in this first week of 2020. And here's the question I want you to think about as we're reading this title page. Now, last time we talked a little bit about the history and some of the different editions and and things that are available out there. Uh, So go back and listen to that. But as we jump into the text itself and really start to tear it apart today, I want you to literally stop when we do this. I want you to to answer this question. You can write it down. You can uh, just mentally think of it. You can, uh, you know, make some notes on your phone, whatever you want to do. But I want you to actually answer this question. What is the Book of Mormon? Okay, so so stop it right now. Go back. Think about that. What is it? What is the Book of Mormon? And the reason we asked, I wanted to ask that is because the title page is going to answer that question. And I have a feeling that as we approach it, we may come up with a little bit different ideas. It might be some things that it has meant to us. We might be talking about some of the things we've learned um, historically. It tells a story of the Nephites, and it's a testimony of Jesus Christ in the New World, uh, or it was it, it, important to you personally and your conversion to the church. Uh, all kinds of things that might come up. But what I find super fascinating is that that's what this title page answers. So let's jump there and let's look at what it says. So as I as I read through this and say, what is it? Uh, another thing you can do, we, we talked about a little bit last time was I want you to outline who's it for, how was it given, and then why was it given? Okay. Um, and then that'll, that'll be helpful. We'll, we'll do that a little bit. And then, oh, you know what? No, before we do that, let me jump into one other thing. Uh, as we approach the Book of Mormon, one thing that is so profound is that this book is not random at all. Um, other scripture, if you look at the Bible or even some of the books in the Bible, they they kind of feel random. I, I don't mean to use that word negatively, uh, but but they are the books that they had at one point and then another time and then in the New Testament. Okay, don't include those, include these. And, and we believe that to be inspired of which one stuck around. However, it is kind of an amalgam of scripture that's put together. And, and some was used by ancient 
Hebrews, others is, are used by first century churches in Greece, and yet here we're reading them today and trying to apply them. What is so fascinating is that nothing, every single sentence in the Book of Mormon is written for our day uh, as Mormon is compiling it. And remember Nephi, we have three main editors, Nephi, Mormon, and Moroni, and the three of them, these prophets are going to pick and choose the other prophets that they are uh, abridging for, and so they're going to put in the, the writings as I've seen your day, and, and this is what you're going to need. So absolutely fascinating that this story, that these prophetic writings, that this scripture is for our day. And then ask yourself, how? How, what kind of scripture are we going to get? Is it going to be prophetic pronouncements? Is it poetry? Is it God's word literally, word for word, him just verbatim speaking? Yes or no, you'll see mostly it's narrative, right? It's mostly stories. Why is it mostly stories? And then why is it these stories in this order? So super fascinating as we look into it. And so let's read the title page and see if we can answer them with that in the back of our mind. Answer for whom is the book for? How was it written? Why was it written? And then I remember I want to say, well, what is it? What, what is the Book of Mormon? All right. Wherefore, it is an abridgment of the record of the people of Nephi and also of the Lamanites. Okay, did you get that part? You say, yeah, it's an abridgment of, of, a, of a people's record. This is their record, the record of Nephi, but also the Lamanites. Written to the Lamanites who are a remnant of the house of Israel and also to Jew and Gentile. Did you catch that? Why do you think that one really jumped out at me this time? And it was written to the Lamanites. Um, <coughs> why do we think, why do we think it's written to them? And who are the Lamanites? Are you a Lamanite? I'm not really a Lamanite that I know of. Um, I find it fascinating that one of the first parts of the story, if you haven't even read the book, right? You're like, this is written for the Lamanites. And then it reminds us that they are part of the house of Israel. Something that, that why that strikes me uh, so much is that as I'm back in school and studying, we're constantly looking at the house of Israel and the promises and the covenants given in the Old Testament and then carried through. And then all of a sudden there's this New Testament and the church kind of blossoms is the, uh, in the New Testament very differently. It spreads to all the Gentiles. But what strikes me is that we go there, it's very small window, small vision of God's work with his children, right? It's really small. It's like, oh, only Abraham's family and then only these few little house churches in Greece. And instead we see here immediately that the Lord was working to write to this people. Now, <clears throat> um, who were a remnant of the house of Israel. This is, he, he's keeping his promise. Um, but also the Lamanites. Who are the Lamanites? We're going to hear about them a lot, uh, and we have used that term loosely throughout the generations, so it could be anybody who was of Laman and Lemuel's descent. It could be the general groups that were not Nephites. It could be seen as people who had rejected the gospel um, and then left the, the covenants. They became Lamanites. Uh, could be people that had some form of ancestry as Native Americans, something like that. So there's lots of it's kind of a generic term is how we're using it here. But I love that the story of the Book of Mormon is to redeem 
this house of Israel. And also, though, to the Jew and the Gentile. So this, this book is for the remnants of the house of Israel and the Jew and the Gentile. Okay, so there, there were two who's. Did you catch it? Those, well, three. The Lamanites and the Jew and the Gentile. Okay, keep going. Written by way of commandment <coughs> and also by the spirit of prophecy and revelation. Written and sealed up and hid up unto the Lord that they might not be destroyed to come forth by the gift and power of God unto the interpretation thereof. Sealed by the hand of Moroni and hid up unto the Lord to come forth in the due time by way of the Gentile, the interpretation thereof by the gift of God. Um, boy, there was so much packed in there. It's almost like bullet points, right? It's that very paragraph written, but um, it was written by commandments, right? So whose commandment? Moroni, Mormon, Nephi? Yeah, right? All of those different prophets written by commandment, but also Joseph Smith. I think. What underlying here, though, is the spirit of prophecy, the spirit of revelation, and it was given uh, by the gift and power of God. Like, that's how, right? It's given by the gift of God. This isn't just something you find in a burial mound or transmitted in a book that you found in a dusty shelf. This is literally coming by prophecy, revelation, commandment, and God. If you want to say, I wonder what God would have, would say to me today, this book is saying it. This is saying, this is for you, and it's coming to you today. Now, there's this other section that's so super fascinating. Um, it's written like by a paragraph in the title page. In the other older editions, it's, it's not broken up quite so chunky, like these two chunks, these three chunks. So the, the bullet points kind of continue. An abridgment taken from the book of Ether also, which is the record of the people of Jared who were scattered at the time the Lord confounded the language of the people when they were building a tower to get to heaven, which is to show unto the house of Israel, which by the way, the house of Israel doesn't even exist yet with the time of Ether, so just think about that, um, to show the house of Israel what great things the Lord hath done for their fathers, and that they may know the covenants of the Lord and, and that, that they are not cast off forever. So think about that. That is powerful. The purpose of this book is, is to go out for the Lamanite, that vast family of people that we are going to hear about that look lost otherwise, as well as the Jew and the Gentile that Jesus is the Christ. There, there's no vagueness about what this is. Did you write any of that when you said, what's in the Book of Mormon? What is it? Um, I... I think I would have missed some of these, but I love some of that overarching Lord, the Lord's mercy and his willingness to continually bring us back to him. And you're going to see that over and over in these stories and these narratives that are chosen. This is all written to redeem his people. Now, a quick story as I am studying in school. Um, one thing that comes up is every once in a while you'll talk about scripture and they talk about it being um, infallible and perfect. Uh, speaking of the Bible, it's their one authority, right? And so, and I love them and I love the Bible, um, but it, just think about it. Is there another scripture that just says, this is what scripture's for? Um, and the Lord doesn't go out and say, hey, everybody, go write this down, right? You, you see that a lot in the Book of Mormon. You just don't see it in the Bible very much. And so to see 
this encapsulation of this is what this is for. It is written up and saved for the Lamanite, for the Jew and the Gentile to show that Jesus is the Christ. That's what the Book of Mormon is. Fantastic. Um, well, that, uh, let's go back to the who, what, why. Did you get a few more on the whys? We kind of read through those um, a little bit. I think you see that all at the end. To show the house of Israel, the great things they've done, they would know the covenants of the Lord, that they aren't cast off, and to convince them um, that Jesus is the Christ, the eternal Father. Um, I love this idea that, that there's this remnant, that there's this bit, it's all part of the story, and it's all coming back together. Very Old Testament, by the way, that all of these things that happen are always put for the Lord's good, and he uses them. Now, something I want you to watch as well is how often covenants are going to be used. Now, we call it the new and everlasting covenant, which is, is kind of an all-encompassing term for all covenants and ordinances. They could be a new and everlasting covenant of baptism, a new and everlasting covenant of marriage, a, a covenant of this, a covenant of that. But the new and everlasting covenant, new, because it's refreshed in this dispensation, and everlasting because it's part of the plan all along. That's what we're going to see this Book of Mormon be about is the new and everlasting covenant of the gospel of Jesus Christ. All right, Scriptorians, that's it for this week. Good luck in studying the Book of Mormon. Um, I think we're going to have a great time together, and I can't wait to jump into it. Keep reading.